0: You're rocking with Profit, and you're now tuned in to the Nile Zero Radio.
1: Good morning, Prophet. How are you?
0: Man, I'm great, man. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm so glad to have you on. Um, Profit is a Grammy-winning producer, and he is the first producer to have his music with a hip-hop artist going to the moon. Like, OMG. So, when I first met you, you were a video director and an editor. So, when did you start doing music?
0: No, nah, I started music first. I, was, I started playing music when I was 12. I told myself I play the keys. And, you know, I was 20 from there.
1: Awesome. So, that is... Okay, cool, cool. So, how did you get into, into music production?
0: so i mean i grew up around music my father worked at wgc i mean he worked in, in chicago at, in radio at wbmx you know what i'm saying and so i grew up around music you know my whole life in studios and all that so it was just basically inevitable for me to you know <laughs> work on music love music and all of that so um Basically, the influence of my father probably was, would be like how I got into music production. You know what I mean? Just awesome
1: ah, sauce. Do you remember how old the, you were when you? Mm-hmm.
0: It was the influence that was on. Awesome
1: sauce. Do you remember how how old you were when you first started producing beats?
0: Um, I was 12 I, That's when I started putting together. Figuring out the keys on a Roland Juno 106, I started recording myself on tapes, cassettes. So, like, yeah, I was 12
1: when I first started, like,
0: really trying to produce.
1: Right, and it's funny you said tapes because, like, back in the day, that's what we used to do. You had the the one, you had the one side going, and you're recording over the other side, and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, like trying to right, trying to make sure that it comes in at the right part, or then back then you, you know, when you, before the before your record your song came out, your favorite song came out in the radio, trying to record it from the radio, then the parents are back on screaming, like, seriously.
0: Yeah, and then my pops bought a tape.
1: <laughs> oh my god, this is so funny.
0: I'm your four track recorder. Mm.
1: This is
0: it. I'm like, yeah, this is it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. The Grammy Award winning producer, Profit, is my guest here Denia, Azure Radio. So how did you get into video editing and producing?
0: Uh, same thing. So I was in college at that time. I started my business. Business for other businesses. Um, I would go around and it's commercial ideas to local business owners in Detroit, and um, it started with me just selling, you know, the, the service, and then I had people I would hire to do everything. And in two thousand eight, in two thousand eight and two thousand nine, worked on a documentary. Um, the Cotton kind of Picking Truth, still on the plantation, and couldn't get nobody to act film mm-hmm. the documentary. And, um, you know, that's when he was like, okay, I had to do it myself. And then from that and all, I just doing, doing it So, So, what was that experience like
1: working on that documentary? It was insane, man.
0: My pops worked on it with me. You know what I'm saying? We went to Mississippi. Um, the lady, May Louise Miller, it was only supposed to be about her, Mm who was supposedly like the last family that was enslaved. And when we got, and she was like, you know, it's still going on now. (laughs) And so she literally took us to like parts of Mississippi where, you know what I I mean? Dick Gregory Joined in on the on the film. God rest his soul, legend. Um, and you know, as a result, in two thousand and thirteen, um, a lot of people worked real hard to get the Thirteenth Amendment finally ratified, mm-hmm. that's, be in two thousand
1: and thirteen. So that's super dope. What? So you've been being a you've been a part of history on more than one <laughs> yeah. I only work with Legends, to be honest. I've only worked with Legends, that's super dope. So, you also work with um AEW star Swerve Strickland. How did that collaboration come to be?
0: Uh, I was in LA, um, and my man Flash got he swerved to the studio, swerved was looking for a theme song, original theme song, and I had played that melody, you know what I'm saying? So he came to the studio, we met told me what he was looking to do. I played the melody, like, swerved, went crazy when they heard the melody. Ba-da. They just went nuts, <laughs> so, um, but I ain't had no drums for it. So, yeah, and I lead Brooks, he came through, put some drums on it. It was fire. Mm-hmm. Labrador. Flash swerve went crazy on the, on the lyrics. I wrote a little bit of the lyrics too, and it was just, it was just a dope collaboration yeah
1: that's That's awesome so how did you first get started working with malik
0: um so malik and my cousin grew up in chicago together my cousin Sylvain, she's still and he used us um he, he came to Detroit on the fourth tour I was living in Detroit at the time and we had been I have been sending him music for years man I don't know how many years I had been sending Malik music not hearing nothing back you know what I'm <laughs> i know you know he was super busy I can he just thought he wasn't dope yet but Game on the four 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 tour and had of time for that, like, bro. That's the neck when I get to Detroit. I was like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got him from the airport when he got to Detroit. He went straight to the venue, Little seasons Arena. And we spent all day with like Vic Mesa, backstage, you know i <laughs> So, or whatever, Open up the show for whole, I was like, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? at that point oh man, we uh, after this show, we worked on some. like, Vic just don't stop, man. He's just a machine, just like Kanye. Yeah. Machine.
1: Vic is awesome. <laughs>
0: We ended up working on some music after the show. And then from there, we just kept building over this. Back to Detroit. And we worked on some some film stuff. At the same Mm -hmm. time, music. Dope. But let me show you some more things about sound and, you know, science of sound and things you can do. Even crazier. And that's how you know. That's how the relationship really got going.
1: That's so awesome. And Grammy winning producer Prophet is my guest here on the Azure Radio. So um, I originally heard that Prophet was in music when we first started Bad Kids. His beats were some of the very first beats that we used in Camp. So it's super awesome uh, to see what he's done to this point. So he, I know the question everyone wants to know, when did you get the call that you were working on Donda and how did you feel?
0: Oh, well, I didn't get the, here's what happened. So <laughs> before um, that happened, Voice, maybe you call it the voice of God, voice of the universe, whatever. And the voice said, Spend a week in LA every fall. It didn't say for how long, none of that. Said, Spend a week in LA. I really didn't have, you know, money like that to do it. But so I did that. So I started going to LA once a month for a week. Every month. fourth month, I was in LA with Malik. I yeah, he hit him. I was like, yo, come to And he looked at me, he was like, you want to come? <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, what you mean? <laughs> so, let's go. I don't know. Matt Ye, like, Are you a producer? I was like, yeah. What's it? That?
1: That's,
0: that's how it happened.
1: That's so dope. And that it really does, uh, that really does, it goes to the fact of Listening to your conscience, and going with what your heart is telling you to do. I remember because we were in camp uh, when Malik got the text about working about you know about working on the next projects and all and all that. So it was pretty dope to be able to see that you were able to be a part of that. You know because you're such yeah, a huge part of Bad Kids.
0: Yeah, it was it was amazing, man. Was, that was it was real. Music Wonderland, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody was there. Rick Rubin didn't want to meditate and playing beats for Rick Rubin. He, like, it was just, you know what I'm <laughs> i can't believe all of this right now. If you love music, you, you had to be there. Everybody, you know. Jay
1: Electronica. Yeah. That's super dope. So what would you say was your standout moment working on the Donda album?
0: For me, the standout moment was, uh, probably was jail. Um, And he had uh he had took the original guitar off the song and Mike then started playing. To, I don't know, the strings that you hear on jail, ended up on jail, started playing the strings. But me while Mike was doing that, I started re I replayed the guitar. The sound of it, different, a little bit more ethereal, and a little bit more, you know, a little bit less harsh. And I, you know, I played it for him. Put the headphones like I gave him a headphone like, listen to this. He listening, he started going crazy. (laughs) Listening crazy, yeah. So my (laughs) <laughs> you know, what I'm saying yes. that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hove, oh, what? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for me,
1: that was it. I was just like, <laughs> you were done after that. You're like, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> Grammy when the producer Prophet is my guest here on Denaya Azure Radio. So, speaking of the Grammys, what was that feeling like when you guys heard your name called for not just jail, but Hurricane as well? Um, uh,
0: <laughs> It was nuts because, so the Grammys, you know, that's an all day. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. It's like twelve o'clock. Westblons, <laughs> it's not. Over. I don't know when. I don't know nine or ten o'clock at night or something. So it's a long day, and it's it's done in two different sets. So you got the first like twelve to four, five, well later. Two sections. It was two sections of it. It was first section, and the first half of the day, it, they, they announce a lot of category things. Like that's 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 not part when on TV,
1: right?
0: Be, Got the news. We was just walking, there was a group of us walking in the hall. Swerve um, was there, Flash was there, a uh, couple of my homeboys, my girl. And we was walking in all hall in Vegas, going to the other part of the and they was still announcing stuff on. On the first half of the Grammys, you know what I'm saying? That's not mm-hmm. terrible. And some it came through one of my homeboys, I think Flash, he was he was like toned in or something, some kind of way <laughs> to, to the announcement page. and he was like, Yo, Hurricanes just won. Right. We all just went nuts all the way, people was looking like what <laughs> we was all going crazy. And uh it was that was special.
1: Absolutely, because I remember when we, in, when we were in camp, we were just sitting there, because we, actually we were in Vegas at the time, and so um, I guess it had leaked online, and so one of my boys, uh mar hit me up, and he was like, we got we we got, we got two at least. I was like, wait, what? He's like, we got it a hurricane. I was like, what? <laughs> so it was just so, so ethics to be able to, to see that and then you know to be able to celebrate you guys at the at the part at the after party after it was just so such a beautiful moment because again like i guess like i said previously to to know that you your beat was the first beat that we worked with in camp and to go through the process you got you guys and done the that was a lot. <laughs> it was a, it was beautiful to be able to experience that and be like, this all of this work is what led up to this moment. That was really really cool because like uh, Malik would be you know working with Gay and Prophet's uh, you know <laughs> teaching camp, and then all of a sudden Prophet's getting called in. You know it was it was really cool. It was a really really cool to be a part of that amazing experience for sure. <laughs> it
0: was amazing. It
1: was truly amazing. Yes. So Grammy won, producer Profit, is my guest here on Azure Radio. So, so you have your first two Grammys. What's next? Aside from now, you have music that is going to the moon. How in the world did that even get started?
0: So actually, when I was in, in Vegas for the Grammys, uh, the day I- my man Lazarus hit me. Lazarus, me and him 20. stayed together. We went to college together. So we've been working on music for a very, very long time together. man. Um, actually, his first hip-hop award was a Detroit local hip-hop award, and I had produced that song for him. You know what I'm saying? So that was like early 2000s. And um, he hit me up when we was in in Vegas for the Grammys, I was like, Yo, let's 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 meet up tomorrow at the studio." So at Monday studio, we met we met at um, at Dawson Studio, and he was like, "Yo, man, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but NASA want want me to do a song because Lasmus is a doctor and a rapper, like a real medical doctor." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, but he's a real MC too. Like he's on tour with Wu Tang and Jezza, You know, what I'm saying like he ain't he ain't a play MC. That's a doctor. He's a super MC. So you know, he he was like, I need a you got anything that sound like cosmic or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anything like that, <laughs> anything that'll fit like to like something that's about space, and space travel, and space exploration. And I was like. Actually, I do. I do got something. <laughs> I had made a track like two months before that. That I only I don't know why I was making it or nothing. It was just like it was just in my spirit, and it just sounded real ethereal. You know what I'm saying? Like just real. It just sounded real crazy when I was making it. It felt crazy to make it too. It just felt. It was a feeling, <laughs> almost like that brought me to tears when I was making the track. I didn't know what it was about you know what i'm saying but it just felt it was a strong you know it was just a strong odd feeling and um so i played the track he like oh, this is perfect so he instantly calls nasa right in front of me in the studio sends them the track this thing i know i'm looking at like Bunch of NASA engineers listening to the track. They analyzing the track. They like, yeah, this at the right frequency. This the one. So I'm like, man, this is nuts. <laughs> so yeah,
1: And that record is fired
0: too. Yeah, they wrote it, you know, he wrote it. You know, he took his time. He did a lot of research. He went to NASA in DC. and Chief scientist Ben Green. He told him all about, it, you know, what it's like to be an astronaut, to traveling out of space. And he would call me and be like, yo, what you think of this? And he would rap some of what he was doing, what he had written. I'm like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was taking his time to really put the song together, like perfectly to where, you know, it, it met his own standards of like lyrical ability and was special enough for the world to like, you know, be like, yo, that's nuts. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like he did an amazing job. Most definitely, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, it's it's always beautiful when you're able to be a part of history, and that is huge, huge to have the first, you know, record, end on the moon, and it's going to be a hip hop record. Like that's that shows how beautiful our our culture is. And the fact that you've been a part of that is super, super dope. We definitely got to have Lazarus uh, come on soon as well to celebrate him and everything that he's doing because to be able to be a phenomenal MC and be a doctor is not an easy task. By any means, And love how you said that he took his time with that record. People think that you know records are instantaneous and overnight success, yada, yada, yada. Usually overnight success takes about 10 years to get. Let's be very clear, y'all. This doesn't, doesn't really happen overnight. Y'all just don't see them until they hit the mainstream for the most part, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he did
0: it. He, he did the song, I think he was finished with the song about maybe July or August of last year. All rest of it was just the process. Everything happened. But it had been like, it took him, maybe what was that, April? Uh, think it it's time to write it, rewrite it. <laughs> All it up. But, you
1: know, That's right. what's up. <clears throat> Absolutely. So what's next for profit? Like what other projects are you working on?
0: <laughs> <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I can't talk about. T V TV show is coming out in this first season, but <clears throat> everybody know about it once it once it hits. Um, you now, hopefully, this writer's strike is over soon. I really hope that's over soon <laughs> because I could possibly get the uh, theme song for this TV show. But wow, even negotiated right now because of the writer's strike,
1: you know, right?
0: Song is done, song is fire In the show too. So it's it's um that's, that's one thing. And um I'm working with um Bella Black on some fire music. And um, you know, other than that, it's opening opportunity, new opportunities, man, it's welcoming. New opportunities to come in.
1: That is definitely what's up. So go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you, um, book you, all that fun stuff.
0: Um, Go to Profit the Producer. That is the producer, P-R-O-D. All my information is there, my links are there. Um on there, you can hit my email there. Everything is there.
1: Also awesome. make sure you guys follow Profit the Producer on Instagram to get all the info. Thank you so much, Profit. It has been a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure working with you and I'd love to see all the amazing things that you're doing
0: it's been a pleasure my pleasure um thank you you can
1: absolutely
0: and you sex to you